How you been? I'm sure you get asked that a lot. We've all been asking that a lot. Especially these last six months when we see someone we haven't seen in a long time, we say, how you been? And we all know what we mean by that. We mean, like, how you getting through this? How, how you doing? And we all have our stock answers that we give people at this point. You know, I like to say, oh, you know, hanging in there just like everybody else. You know, we're all going through this together. But seriously, how have you been? These last six months have been hard. And, you know, I think for a lot of us, this summer felt a little bit better. You know, it was a begin, a beginning of, of a return to a semblance of normal. Uh, I felt a little bit less stressful, especially in the Northeast, than, you know, March, April, May were. But now we're getting back into a little bit more stress. School's starting, colder weather's coming, and then the holidays, and of course, there's just a plethora of things that come with all of that. And, you know, obviously, a lot of people who listen to this show are in the restaurant industry or are connected to it, and I know a lot of them are worried about the coming months because, obviously, as the weather changes, Outdoor dining is going to become a lot harder to do and may become impossible to do, and that's going to put a strain on a lot of businesses. So this week, a little bit different episode. I do not have any guests. I I wanted to talk about a little bit about mental health, something that we don't talk about enough. I I feel like people are starting to finally talk about this, and it's becoming a little bit less of a little, there's, there's a little bit less of a stigma around it. But right now, with all that's going on, it's something we need to be talking a lot about. And I think in the coming months, I'm going to occasionally put a pause on the hijinks of hot takes and fun with food to just do do some mental health stuff, to have some guests on to share their mental health routines and what they do to, to keep sane during these unprecedented times. And I'm going to start with myself. I'm going to just put it out there. I'm going to share with you guys during this podcast my mental health routine, what I've been doing these last six months to, to keep myself feeling a semblance of normalcy, to keep myself sane and keep myself grounded. I'll also share with you guys on this podcast what I find doesn't work, what I find makes me struggle a little bit more during all of this. And so, you know, look, I'll throw it out there. Um, I find my situation with COVID has been maybe a little bit more difficult than the average person's in terms of the mental aspect because, you know, I had, as a lot of you know, I had a heart attack uh, um, in late January. And so I'm not that far removed from being in a hospital and feeling like I was part of a a life or death experience. And I'm not trying to compare a heart attack to having COVID-19. They're different things, obviously. But the idea of being frightened and in a hospital is something I can relate to. And so I have been more cautious, I'd say, than most when it comes to to COVID. And I think, you know, look, when you have a heart attack, there are mental hurdles to clear to begin with um, after that. It, it's, a, it, you know, it's a very stressful thing to go through. And there's definitely some lingering stuff with that. You start to not trust your body for a while. And it's I've had to work really hard to get to where I am now where 
I, I'm, I'm no longer having regular panic attacks and things of that nature. And look, my physical health is great right now. My heart is healed. I've lost a lot of weight. I'm doing great. There's no concerns there. But um, from a mental standpoint, when COVID came, it was like a one-two punch. Um, you know, I was already feeling unsettled from the heart attack. And I was just starting to feel like myself again when COVID hit. And it was just having to wrap my head around that was very hard. So that's where I'm kind of coming from when it comes to mental health and COVID. But my routine, I, I found over the period of time that this has been, that, that four things have really helped me personally. And again, look, everybody's different. You know, maybe some people will take something out of this and go, yes, I can apply that. You know, and again, I, I want to have more people on over the course of these, you know, months occasionally to share their routines because different routines will hit people different ways. But, you know, I want to share mine. There's four things that I do to really help keep me sane during this wild time. Um, number one, pretty obvious, I think, to a lot of people, exercising and doing it outdoors. You know, 30 minutes a day minimum, just getting out. It makes such a big difference, you know. I mean, now we're all getting out a lot more as we have a little bit of a return to normalcy, whatever the new normal is. But remember back to those early days, like where we were all kind of quarantining. Getting outside for just 30 minutes felt like a luxury. And it was so important. And it still is. Don't forget to do that. Don't forget just, even if you're running errands and doing things, take 30, 40, 45, hour, whatever you can to yourself, just go, run, walk, jog, bike, whatever it is you do, just give yourself some time, give yourself, because not just from the physical release of it, because you need that release, you know, to get those endorphins pumping, but just give yourself a break, you know, give yourself a, a time to just sort of unwind. Exercise, so important. That's, that's one of the things I do. Number two, uh, I do a lot of journaling. You know, I find that when I write things down, it's, it's it's sort of like a release valve for me. You know, I have a I have a very active mind. My mind is very restless. It doesn't stop. And so when I journal, it's like I'm I'm letting it out. You know, I don't have to keep thinking about whatever it is I'm thinking about. I'm just letting it out and I can move on from it. That's that's how my mind works. Also, when I when I journal, it helps me process things. It helps me kind for for, for whatever reason that exercise of putting pen to paper it helps me solve problems sometimes and think of them in ways I, I wasn't thinking of them when I was just thinking of them in my mind. Journaling has been helping me so much. Number three, believe it or not, meditating. And I say believe it or not because anyone who knows me, <laughs> uh, I would have told you years ago, I was, I was a meditation skeptic. I, this was not something that was ever in my repertoire um, but it's something that I gave a try um, post-heart attack, and it works. Um, I find it calming. I find it helping me to live in the present, which is a really important thing to do right now. Because if you're someone like me who likes to think 12 steps ahead, right now it's hard to think 12 steps ahead because there's so many variables. We don't know how they're going to play out. And being able to calm myself down and to just kind of be present with things has had a world of difference for me personally. 
Um, I use the Headspace app. It's not any kind of endorsement. It's just what I use, just throwing it out there. There's other apps you can use as well if you want guided meditations. Uh, if you don't do it perfectly, it's okay. Uh, I My mind wanders during it still. Um, I've been doing it for a few months now, but I feel better. I feel a difference. Uh, and I also read a, a great book um, from Dan Harris, the, the journalist, uh, ABC News, uh, 10% Happier. I would highly recommend that book if you're interested in meditation and maybe you were skeptical of it, like like I was skeptical of it or are skeptical of it, I should say right now. It's worth a read as well. And the fourth thing that I recommend, and when, when I say these things, understand these four things that I do as part of my mental health routine, I try to do as many of them as I can a day. I started at least two. Now I try to do at least three a day of these four things. And I find the more I do and the more consistently I do them, the the greater the effect. And the, the fourth one is I try to do quality work that I can get lost in. Obviously, I'm a creative person. That's what I do here. And I try to at least, you know, one thing a day that I can do that is a creative task that I can get lost in for a couple of hours where my, my mind is working on something, I'm distracted, I'm having fun, I'm engaged. So important. You know, I know, look, some people are lucky, they have jobs where it's, that's just what they do all day. And that's great. Some people don't, you know, some people have jobs that are, it's a paycheck. And it's a little bit monotonous. So find your passion, whatever that is, just that creative outlet. You know, so again, exercise, journaling, meditation, and, you know, work, that quality work, creative work that you can get lost in those four things. For me, that's my routine that has really helped me get through this. Um, other things that I would recommend outside of that, look, therapy is is great. If, if you can afford it, if your insurance covers it and you can talk to a therapist, um, you know, over Zoom or whatever, go for it, do it. Uh, I think paying attention to diet and sleep as obvious as it is, is really important right now as we gear up for a, a busy, wild fall. Uh, making, just in general, making time for yourself and prioritizing your health, so important. Um, I find that reading is great. I don't do enough of it, but reading is so calming and and great. And, you know, enjoying family, taking taking those moments to just enjoy the people in front of you. You know, enjoy that extra time with the kids as much as they might be driving you crazy. Um, sometimes there's also those great moments. You know, what I find sets me back. Too much time on social media is dangerous. Um, I think when you start doom scrolling on Twitter or just letting yourself stare at Instagram nonstop, it, it's you're not living in the present. You're living in someone else's present Sometimes there can be FOMO within the case of Instagram where you see people maybe not doing things the way you do them and wondering why maybe, you know, I've had this conversation with friends where, you know, they're sacrificing and friends of theirs aren't and it's driving them crazy or, you know, maybe it's vice versa. Maybe you're out there doing things and you're seeing people posting about masks and you feel like uh, you're being judged. Well, whatever. Look. And if you're on Twitter or Facebook and you're getting into heated political arguments and whatever, it, it, it could be taxing. So try not to spend too much time on social media and try not to focus on things too much out of your control. You can only control what you can control. 
And as much as we hate it, this pandemic, we can't control it. We got to just roll with it. And it sucks. But it is what it is. So listen, that's, that's my routine. Again, my mental health routine. I try to do at least three of these four things a day, exercise, journal, meditation, and getting lost in quality work. Um, hopefully that helps you. Maybe you get some insight out of that. I would love to know what, what you're doing to help you with your mental health routine. Let me know on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Rob Patron TV. I'd love to hear. Uh, you can also hit me up on my brand new website, RobPatronTV.com. There is a section where you can contact me. Would love to hear what you're doing right now because, again, it's going to get a little wild this fall. And look, starting next week, back next week to normal episodes. Uh, we were actually supposed to have a, a regular episode this week. Had a really fantastic guest lined up, uh, but he had to uh, last minute uh, postpone um, because of uh, some emergency things that came up. Uh, but I'm looking forward to having that guest on in the coming weeks. It should be a great one. And I've already got um, a couple of big guests lined up for the fall uh, for future dates. So again, make sure to follow and subscribe to hot takes on a plate here on the believe podcast network. You never know what you're going to get out of the show. Some weeks you're going to get the hot food debates. Some weeks you're going to get talks on mental health, breaking news, serious stuff. So anyway, hot takes on a plate, part of the believe podcast network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Check them out at B-L-E-A-V.com. I'm Rob Patron. Till next time. Ciao.